Okay. Hello. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good at any time you are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm Bolivatife, and this is my co-host Shalom. Shalom. We are both here to speak um, to the topic setting boundaries. Setting boundaries as a youth, as a young person, as a growing person, and as a person that desires growth. And um, we believe that today's topic is something very significant in our lives, in our growth, in our work with God, and in every area of our lives, every area of our lives. And so we'll be speaking to the topic, setting boundaries, setting boundaries, and that's it. Um, So, Shalom, what do you think about boundaries? Well, um... For for me, I feel like um, boundaries like a creating a space for yourself, like a territory. I give an example of like a dog having a territory and it controls, it determines what comes into that space, into that territory. Even wildlife, you know, they set boundaries, they set territory, like this is my territory, this is my space. So, you know, I'm the one that will let you come in or go out, that kind of thing. So, I feel it's like setting a territory, a space where you determine the kind of things or people or whatever comes in. So, go out. Okay, so how will you know that Shalom is a vet doctor if she doesn't use wildlife to explain? <laughs> a vet doctor is making. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so I, I really can um, resonate with the definition you gave about. Um, Building territories around yourself, knowing what can come in and what can go out. And I feel like it's very important in our work and our growth as we move on in life, in every aspect of life, as I said earlier. Um, setting boundaries in different aspects of our lives. And okay, let's just speak to what aspect. What aspect do you believe that boundaries should be set? And okay, as we're speaking it, we'll be speaking to it immediately. Like, okay, I feel like boundaries should be set in uh, our minds. We can set boundaries in our minds to what our senses receive. And that has to do with um, what we see, what we hear, what we think. And what do you think about that? Yeah, um, for, for the mind, say our senses are you know um they're like a gateway into our mind yes so for you to determine or what comes into your mind you have to whatever is coming into your mind they'll pass through your senses so you as a person have to determine what is going through your senses and of course our senses we say we have five of them we have our eyes we have our hairs we have our taste we have our touch and <laughs> okay, yes, so, so smell. So, but more importantly, um, the and we, of course, even anatomical, you can see that these things they go into our heart, into our body, into our brain. Yes, <laughs> yes, they, there's a link, there's a link. So, yes. not just even, um, let's say psychologically now, mm-hmm. even actually physically, yes, anatomically, these things they are very important because they go inside us. So, of course, for you to be able to set a boundary, create a territory. For what is entering into your mind because your mind is a territory and it's only a very very mm-hmm. great territory because yes. it's very very powerful and so as a person you have to be able to like caution you have to be able to determine to a very great extent what is entering into your mind because it is very powerful your mind can birth a lot of your mind can conceive a lot of things it can 
it can multiply in small idea hand you know it booms so you have to be very careful whatever is coming in whatever you see your hair is very important as a lady as a guy whatever gender you have you have to be very careful conscious. the kind of things you see like very conscious and intentional about it yes you have to be very very careful about that and then your ears to the kind of things you hear yeah. kind of things that you you know allow to go through your hearing your the kind of music also you listen mm-hmm. to the kind of you know things that you just allow to pass through your hair yes. because it's going into your mind and you have straight to be very up. careful straight up then also um your thoughts your what thoughts, you think what you think there's and okay some people have already they've done a lot of research and they've come to realize that our mind is very powerful mm-hmm. and but if those same people have also come to realize that you can control your mind, mind. but of course it's not a one day thing it's not you have to you have to be very intentional about it grow it. yes you have to grow it you have yes. to take time you know to school your mind mm. that's the word to school your mind to control your mind what goes in and out of your mind you can and, and it's actually very possible it's not a very 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 big deal even though it might take a lot of time but it's something that is achievable something that you can do so your mind is very powerful and you need to be able to control what goes into it yeah. so it's very delicate okay so um i think you have really spoken to the mind and how we can control it and all i'll just um probably speak to practical things what we see what you see we know we see a lot of things happening nowadays like oh my god hello especially if you're a youth in this time and in this age hmm, a lot of things happening what we see where we see them social media and all and i think we're really going to speak to social media later on but speaking about what we see even on tv in books in different aspects some people their friends show them some people they take conscious effort to see some things that they are not meant to see pornographies a lot of things and that's one place that we really need to set boundary in our mind like it's very very important and as shalom has said that the mind is a very big territory like seriously it can contain a lot of things and it controls a lot of things and what we hear the kind of music we listen to the kind of um things um even some messages and i'm not even putting it in the way of christian messages now i'm talking about messages that are passed across even some messages that are not for you some messages that are derogatory to you they believe to you those are things that you should set boundaries for and um what you think what you think we have to really school our minds on what we think and i think that's just the end point of what we hear what we see the end point is in our minds in our thoughts how our thoughts processes it and becomes a mental picture that will start saying and you start saying oh maybe i should do this maybe i should do that and that's really really important we really need to build consciously build boundaries in our minds and okay do you have another okay that's where we should build boundary well for our relationships yeah and uh, of course <laughs> if we're going to hear relationships it's not only about um husband wife or boyfriend girlfriend or you know dating relationship or courtship relationship basically relationships in a lot of ways there's friendship relationship yes there's you know um there's um boss to employee, to employee yeah. yeah there's pastor to you know church, church member or something like that yes 
you know basically relationship is very broad yeah. even connections i think networks. connections yes networking so for you to you know you want to build yourself you know the kind of relationship the kind of the kind of relationship you need the kind of connection you need you cannot expect yourself to maybe you know want to go to a very far place and you are you are um, relating with people of small mind mm. for you to be able to get to somewhere that is very big or the big picture you have you have to be able to of course you have a big picture but you need to you know begin to relate with people of like minds people of broad minds like yourself you cannot expect to you know want to want to achieve big things and you are relating with small minds so meaning that if you are okay for example okay recently i read in a book and he was talking about a guy that is that made millions of naira in a particular i mean not naira sorry <laughs> dollars of dollars in a particular year and he wanted to be more he wanted to do more he wanted to be big and then he spoke to one of his friends and the friend was like let's say a friend or a mentor and the person was like no it doesn't really work that way that you need a few billionaires in your group like how are you going to have all billionaires in your group i'm sure that kind of guy the next thing he'll be doing is looking for billionaires <laughs> that he could bring into his circle into his space yeah. so that is one thing we're talking about being able to bring someone into your space the right time whoever is coming there the right people into your space and of course i'm sure that it was real that you would you would make a whole lot of progress like financially so we know that okay i want to be a billion i want to be a millionaire you cannot just be relating with people that are poor or have poverty mindset you mm-hmm. know you have to relate with people that you know they know about money they know how this thing works they are business oriented they are money oriented and all of that so you just you are the one that have the power to build your circle to you know to determine whether it's coming into your circle you cannot be passive about it or just allow every tom dick and harry to come into your circle you yeah. have to be very conscious about it. okay this person okay i want you to come into my circle because i know you had a lot of value to me that kind of thing and you cannot just allow just anybody so to come into your circle so that's the aspect of relationships and there are a lot more can you talk about friendship okay so um i think i read a quote recently that was speaking about if you want to be spiritually hygienic you cannot allow everybody into your space and if you want to be spiritually hygienic does not just speak into being um the church person or this but having peace of mind also having peace in your heart so you can't bring everybody into your space and feel like you have peace because there are the people that will corrupt your mind corrupt um the level of growth you have been to and bring bring you very small and you feel like oh maybe god is telling you something bigger but you are not that because you have allowed small people into your space so it's not right to um just bringing everyone everybody that looks like um a picture of what you like like just looks like what you like not who you want to be so we really really have to be intentional about it like these things are with intentionality that's some intentional about the persons that come into our space the persons we need to kick out yeah that's one thing we need to talk about <laughs> because some people already have them in their space eh? they're and you're wondering that ah, i need to kick this person out fast <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not it's not always easy but it is very possible that's why we're saying you should set boundaries set boundaries set boundaries and when you start setting them the people that are not supposed to be there they start going 
they start dying out, fizzing out naturally. Like you just see that you are not friends with these people anymore. You see that you're already becoming a higher version of yourself, and um, you're better. You are growing. You are attaining the future that God would have you attain. And I think friendship is really, really a broad one. It's a broad one. Relationships, broad one. And even it boils down to um, dating relationship, courtship relationship. But once you start setting that boundary from even friendships, right, it boils down to every other kind of relationship you have. You don't have small friends. You don't have small um, spouses later on. You don't have... Um, people that believe to you later on because your circle already is like what you want so i think it's a big one it's a big one when we speak about relationship and uh, let's just speak about other things um should we speak about books okay uh, well for friendships before we continue next okay. one okay so for maybe people now that are already in friendships that they feel okay because i was ignorant okay mm-hmm. i just this person we just met randomly and became friends. friends. Maybe we had one or two things I liked, but um, I want to move forward. I want to be a better version of my person. I know that this person is not exactly the kind of person that I want to be in my, my space, space you know, for that kind of level that I'm looking for. So, like, how do you deal with that kind of person? How do you total? How do you, you know, shift the person without necessarily hurting the person or making the person feel bad? <laughs> so it's a very big thing, like because. Of course, you can have been having, you can have been in a friendship. You can be in a friendship for maybe like three years, four years, and you you came to the understanding that oh, this person, okay, we happen to be friends, but yeah, I want to be a better person. person. Meanwhile, when you when we say do with those friends, doesn't necessarily mean you have to delete their number. Throw them away. Throw them away <laughs> because you might still need each other later yes, in life. Yes. You don't know where else you're going to meet each other again. So even people that you know break up from relationships, you, you, yours might even have to involve you leaving a relationship. Maybe someone you're dating, or you know, doesn't necessarily have to be like a heartbreak that would cause both of you to be enemies forever. Mm. No, there are ways you can do something like that, and you know, you are you are able, you both are able to come to a consensus that okay this or you can talk it out and sometimes you might not need to talk it out because the other person the other party might not be very understanding, understanding like but there are ways you can do it reach. that you don't have to watch each other and you are still friends yeah. like friends in the sense that not the kind of friends maybe acquaintances you can easily yes. relate with relate each other person, later or when you need something need someone. Yeah. yeah so how do you think we can go about that I think first of all, um, just like we're having right now, if you can have an open conversation, please go ahead with it. Like with the person, open, openly speak to it. That okay, um, this is not where I want to be. <laughs> it looks, it looks, um, it looks. What will I say? That is art. Like, is it like when you say demeaning? Yeah, it looks demeaning. the person. Well, if it depends on the context also. Okay, if you are speaking professionally now, so I want to practice this professionally, and the other person is going this way, and you want to follow peer pressure, like before you wanted to. So you can speak to the person and say, okay, sorry, this is where I want to be, and I'm not following this, and this is why. Okay, that is understandable. The ones you can't speak to, you have greater people to speak to you can okay also seek counsel 
and ask, okay, how do we do this thing? How do I go out, get out of it and all? But more importantly, more importantly, if you're a child of God, you speak to God first. Speak to God first. Have an open conversation with God. Just with God. That Lord, I don't want this. I don't want this in my life. I don't want this. And I think the open conversation also boils down to those that are in relation in relationships, like yeah. cutting relationships and all. That one is very easy to have a conversation and list out the points that this is why we can't be together anymore. Much more than friendship, it's easy to um, have open conversations in that aspect. And um, once you are done with that, even if it's with God, with the person, be very sure that you want to leave. Be very sure. Because some people, they still feel like, ah, let us be here, we can still gain something and all. I'm not saying you should throw the person away, we have already said that earlier. Be very sure that you don't want to continue such intimate relationship that would cost you, cost your destiny, would cost um, anything worthwhile. So be very sure and be ready. Be ready to leave. Like, start taking your leave immediately. Don't even look back. Don't be Lot's wife in this case. <laughs> start taking your leave. Do you have anything to say to that? So, Well, um, it's just very important that um, in the first place, we should be able to define our relationship relationship and like yes. you say you know, knowledge is key when you're okay when you already know something maybe you might not know previously but when you already know it's a good edge for you mm-hmm. so in the first instance okay not everybody is friends mm-hmm. most times say this is my friend okay i know her she's my friend she's my friend but okay well this friendship thing yeah, well a lot of people don't really understand but i think we would call most most people acquaintances that it's only few people that are really dear to our house and we call friends i feel the ones that are called friends called friends are the ones that you know we both um, get from each other we both had value to each other, each other. Like, those are the yeah. ones we really call friends well some people can say best friends some people can say just friends you know but we really need to be able to define, define. these things from the start mm-hmm. even from the start so that we don't have to now start having problems on how to you know, now start saving out relationships and all that. So in the first instance, even if it's a guy to girl or girl to girl or a boy to boy, I mean a guy to guy, you can just, you know, you can define a relationship. Very okay. Sure. Why are we in this relationship? What's what is the basis for this relationship in the first place? Is it just friendship or there is more? So by the time you're able to define such relationship at the beginning, you already know where you're heading, you already know why you guys need to work together mm-hmm. or not. Or, and then you can able to if I, you can even tell your mind that okay, this is this relationship is for this period of time and yes. you are able to let yourself know that you are not committing too much or into it. Yes. So in the first instance we need to learn how to, you know, define relationships in the beginning. Like this is why this person is in my life and okay, for this duration, for this purpose, why and all of that. So Let's, let's learn to define relationships as soon as we're getting to meet people. Okay. I, I feel like I should even say this too. Like, don't be eager to have friends. Yeah. Um, I remember I met someone with you when you came back from um, your trip in Lagos earlier this year. Yeah, and the girl was really eager that we should be friends and all. I knew she was eager and it was sincere fine was sincere but i don't even know anything about her now again like seriously but if it was someone that was eager to be a friend you will not know what you are into 
and you just be friends you won't even define the relationship you don't say she's my friend she's my friend and the person will indirectly or directly be feeding your mind will be feeding in his own ideologies mindsets um whatever is already on his or her mind we're feeding it into you so it's very important that we are not eager to just jump into friendships because i want to have a number of friends i want to have people that will attend my wedding ceremony <laughs> i've heard that from people that we will sit in your wedding ceremony be empty if you have <laughs> so it's not just that it's not about that because even people that will attend your wedding they should be valuable people. Mm. They should be people that you can always trust to be yeah. there for you. Yeah. So it's not about feelings. It's about having value, having value to yourself, having people that are committed to you. And like we said earlier, sorry, like we said earlier that it's in your own power to now we say you, you are the one setting boundaries personally. Mm-hmm. You are the one you've created a territory and ground yourself like in quotes, it's like your own world. This is my world. So I determine who is immigrating into it, who is immigrating. <laughs> yes. So okay, I know that this is the next okay step I want to go to knife or this is the next thing I want to do. This is the decision I want to make. Okay, who are the people that can help me? Who are the people that can add value into my life? It's now it's now up to you to walk up to those people and you know bring them into your life of course i know you cannot just necessarily bring in someone into your life there must be something that they are saying in your life for them to come in and because of course every woman has the tendency like every woman has this selfish tendency that okay as far as it's benefiting me like Mm -hmm. i'm I'm getting from you are getting from me so even if you are trying to bring someone that is going to add value to, into, someone that will add value to you. If you are trying to bring someone like that into your circle, you make sure that you are also adding value. value to the person. And of course, I'm sure the person even sees value in your life in the first place for a person to come into your, come space. Into your space. So you're yeah, the one that will actually determine that this is what I need from this person, and I'm bringing them into my circle. And I'm not just letting just anybody just come in. Like it's like you should build a wall around yourself that not just anybody can just. Come, come inside and just you know, yeah. make it nice. Yeah. So, yeah. so, what's next? That's really a big one. Thank you. Okay, so I think uh, we just speak to social media now. That's another big one, right? <laughs> <laughs> like social media, setting boundaries on social media. Social media. Because there are just a lot of things these days, eh? There are a lot of people dispensing different things online and you need to know what is right for you you need to know what you want and you need to know who to follow to get what you want it's not everybody you follow it's not everybody you um like their pages comment on their posts um, follow them attend their conferences become their mentees <laughs> like some people just want to follow 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 and say ah when she sees all my like all my comment then hey she become my mentor and maybe she'll even give me a job in an organization or something like that so it's um it's really needed for us to set boundaries for our social media and i would say for me personally one way i've done that apart from even the um, negative aspects just to bring peace to myself and to my soul and to my mind 
is switching off my notifications like oh my god that's pure bliss <laughs> i don't see whatsapp notifications i don't see um, instagram i don't see all those notifications that i have a message or anything because i don't want to be distracted when i first open my phone so i know that this is what exactly this is exactly what i'm going to do on my phone when i put it on and um, want to do that thing but when you start seeing notifications, when you're replying to someone's message and you see another person coming into your space, you're supposed to be focused. It, 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 keep, it makes you distracted. So that's one way for me on social media to build boundaries around myself. I don't switch on my notifications. I'm like so used to it that when I see someone else's WhatsApp message coming in on another person's phone, I'm like, how do you cope? <laughs> How do you cope? Because it's not me. It's not me. So, how you say to building boundaries on social media? Well, ah, uh, social media is is like the new, I don't know, like environment. <laughs> yes, that's the new meeting place. That's the new mm-hmm. meeting point. That's the new, I don't know, new community. <laughs> people, people literally while while in the online world, internet and everything. So like the social media is very wide, very vast. Like a lot of things, anything you want to see, you just need to go on social media and you're going to find it there. But what you need to know that what you need to know is that not everything on social media is for you. You need to learn that what you need to learn, <laughs> you need to learn that um you need to go for what you really need, like what is yours. Yes. You cannot just go for anything. You cannot just go for anything. And that boils down to she said um, what you need to get, what you, what you need, you know, what you need to do to get what you want, with the people you need to follow to get what you want. Okay, you know that this is a particular area of my life that I need to work on. Okay, for example, your finances. I want to be a better person financially. I want to be a big person. I want to be an entrepreneur, a big business person. You cannot be following somebody that, um, like, a, okay, not, <laughs> yeah, you can't just follow anybody, actually. You need to follow the people that will spoil you, will challenge you, will give you tips that you need, you know, organize conferences that you need to, like, that is what we mean, like, setting boundaries. You cannot just follow any, any kind of person. person. And in sense that, like, you're just, you're following people that you, that you need to follow to get what you want. Or if you're a spiritual person, you know, you need to be, okay, this is the kind of person that I need in this aspect of my life, okay, let me follow this person. And, like, you cannot just be following anything you cannot just allow just anything to pop on your page because our mm-hmm. eyes they are very powerful and like we said they are those these things are sensitive mm-hmm. they are gateways to our mind so you cannot just allow whatever it is that is passive and of course there are a lot of suggestions on social media you can also check this out you can also you don't need everything you exactly. don't need to check a lot of them you just need to focus on the one that you need like most times when i go on instagram okay I need to go and search this person. Let me see the details of this about this person. Or like that is basically what I do. Like I don't just just go to or go to the random page where anything just pops. So like you need to know the kind of people that you are following that would hard things that are benefiting your life and not just and not even what is you know taking away from subtracting from it. So we need to, we need to be very conscious about that because it's very, very important. Both on WhatsApp, both on Facebook. Instagram, Instagram, any social media that you find yourself. Whatever, yes. whatever. There are a lot of them. You cannot just follow anybody that will just be popping whatever it is on your page. And you know, like, of course, we might feel that, okay, I, it just, I just saw it. 
and nothing happens <laughs> some things like that would they'll they register in your subconscious yes. like they will just be there sitting there waiting for the day they will manifest in court <laughs> so you might feel that nothing happens or but like you really need to be very very careful like we need to be careful yes. of this thing yes. Yes. And even there are some people that their posts will oppress you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> are you seeing people like that? Like their posts is oppressive to you at the point you are in. It's not like it can't inspire you, yeah. but he he will. There's not. There's I don't know if there's um, an opposite for inspire, but like it does the opposite to you, and you're like, oh my god, can I really fulfill this small dream of mine? So those kind of people, what do you need to do to them? You need to moot them for the time being. Yeah. Because they are not entirely bad people. They are people that should inspire you. But it turns out as oppression, right? At that point in time. What you need at the time you are in is supposed to be good. And I think this will boil down to um, knowing how to set boundaries per season of your life. Yes, per season of your life. Recognize the season you are in. Recognize the stage you are in. You are in stage to grow, not the stage to be oppressed. Stay in that stage. Don't be tired of it. Stay there. Learn. Grow. Now, follow the person that has been oppressing you. You see that you are inspired. (laughs) Because you have grown to the level of that person right and you're not you're no longer small you are no longer who you were so it's very very uh it takes conscious efforts to know that this is where i am now this is who i should follow now this is what i should do now this is what i should read now this is the boundary i need to set around myself this is the people i need to kick out of this space at this time of my life like setting boundaries a season of your life it is very very crucial very important to set yeah. boundaries and there are some things that you need at a particular time at a particular season like you will not always need everything like at, at a particular time there will be things you need like okay this is time of my life that i need this is yeah. this is time of my life that i need so you need to be able to tackle stuff like that and know the things that will help you the people you should follow that will help you to you know to tackle that aspect of your life at that particular time mm-hmm. for example now okay um my friend we talked about um the area she said she had to follow somebody because of some things the person shares that specific for married people and all of that it's not necessarily <laughs> that because the thing the person is doing is bad. bad or of course that kind of person is ministering to married people people that you know they're already in the process yes and they view that as a youth yeah, upcoming starts you know funny people like that or uh, well not that we shouldn't have you know godly marriage has as a model but you know there are some things that you just have to avoid for the meantime when when they are too raw mm, let me just include that yes, when they are too raw for you word. yes you, you, you might not have enough capacity, capacity to process to them <laughs> <laughs> to process it so At that point like you really need to be careful of stuff like that, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. stuff like that. And some even tell you, uh, maybe PG eighteen or PG twenty three. Uh, when I see such things, I just feel like it's not for, it's not even for anyone. Yeah, actually. So why, when they say PG eighteen and you are seventeen, you are sixteen, like why would you really need to see stuff like that? that? Kind of Meaning that it's not for your level. So like, why you don't need it? Meaning you don't need it, so you don't have to push it. So you need to know the kind of things that you need to listen to to see to. Uh, 
is very very important and that's why you need to recognize where you are in the stage you are in yeah like, you need to be able to track down your yes roots. your roots like it's very very important don't just breach through life and be like okay i'm in the university this is where i while your older classmates you are not in the same place that the person is in at that season of your life so understand that as you are growing it is it comes in seasons and you have to follow it seasonally too <laughs> so um i think we've spoken to a lot of things and um let's talk about setting boundaries in movies hmm. that one is a big one <laughs> Movies, because a lot of people love movies. We love fun, right? Including entertainment. Myself, actually, we, all, we love movies. Well, yeah. For that movies aspect, well, I know that of course a lot of people love entertainment. They love to relax. They want to do this to relax. But you know, like we said earlier, that our mind is very powerful. And your mind will not tell you that okay, you are bringing this thing in. I will not collect it. Like to collect every single thing. <laughs> fact, the one that is just passing randomly on the streets, or probably a song that you're passing and you hear. Your mind, if you notice, your mind registers it. Like there's nothing can do about it. If, so if you now listen to song like twice or thrice, uh, you can literally sing lyrics. But the fact that it just passed or the thing came across your face doesn't mean that it has not registered in your mind. Mm-hmm. Already. That's how powerful your mind is. Like it's very sharp. It can pick the slightest information. So what you need to do is that. Okay, I want to watch a movie. I want to relax. Um, you know that you cannot just, you cannot, you need to be able to see whatever you are watching because mm-hmm. of you know that our high, our mind is very powerful and whatever you feed it, that is what it's going to take. That is what it's going to take. In fact, it can even magnify the thing for you and expand it for you. Yes, very true, very yes, true. because your mind is powerful. It doesn't, it doesn't just sit there. It can expand whatever you are giving. So you have to be very careful the kind of movies you see. And of course, we are spirit being and we are Christians, we are, you know, we are godly people. We have to be able to feed our mind, our spirit with the things of God, with spiritual things, mm-hmm. and not the one that will be exciting our flesh. You know, we, yes, that's the word I think. Not we shouldn't we shouldn't be exciting our flesh more. We should excite the spirit more. Spirit more. Meaning that you should watch things that are more spiritual, see things that are more spiritual, do things that are more spiritual. The Bible says that um, that we should walk in the spirit and we shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So we should be able to send soul see the kind of thing because these days let's not even like let's not try to butter things up let's not try to hide away or shy away from things these days the kind of things we are seeing in american movies in nigerian movies yoruba movies whatever movies it is as far as it's not inspired by god we know that those things are already too sensual they they corrupt your mind they are they don't the world does not have anything good to offer like Mm -hmm. like that yes the word, the, the word is, you know, I don't know. It's honest. Mm. Yes. It does not really have anything to offer. So, like, you don't want to be able to tell yourself that, okay, I'm a spiritual being and I need more of spiritual things than, you know, fleshy things yes. and physical things. So, many of these things, we know that they are already very sensual and we cannot just be allowing them into our mind. We cannot be allowing them into our mind because they will be building up there and then there will be a time that... They, they can even come by your mind hope. So we need to be very careful the kind of movies that we see. I will not necessarily say watch this movie, don't watch this movie. <laughs> but then you know the kind of things that you know, 
that you shouldn't see, yeah. you know, and you should learn to stay away from things like that. You should, you should not try to, you should not try to, don't say, um, don't try to pamper yourself, you know, don't try to pamper not yourself. Mm, don't pamper yourself, you don't need it. You don't need it. You, know, you have to be very careful, careful of things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. I would also, probably I would just share what I shared with you earlier about how that I restricted myself from Yoruba movies. <laughs> not like I see them normally, not like I even love them on a normal day. But I, I, I wanted to carry out a research, <laughs> so <Okay>. to say, <laughs> to see if um, there is any Yoruba movie I watch or see and they would do maybe incantation or all this diabolic stuff and all. So I was just trying to censor it and say, okay, let's see Yoruba movies that was do this that will do that and i noticed they are also bringing in sensual content apart from that they're also bringing in things that would not edify my spirit and how and it was like it was corrupting me at that point i knew that no it's time to stop it's time to leave i'm not seeing yoruba movies again not because i hate them not because i don't like the people that act them but because of myself i've set the boundary around myself that yoruba movies we are not the same thing <laughs> we are not for each other <laughs> we are not for each other because really it's not just me that's why you should know yourself it's not just me i don't like it it affects me both physically spiritually i just don't it doesn't it, like i just build that boundary around it and that's not me so you really have to know yourself you really have to know that okay pornography i can't see it's not even as if it's allowed for anybody because even people that are not spirits being it affects them right so you start um seeing pornography and you're feeling like ah, how will i be free from it you have to free yourself by yourself push out yourself say i'm not seen again i set a boundary around you i'm not seen again i'm not and that's this where accountability partners come in you can also have someone that helps you with it tell the person i'm not seeing i saw a tweet last week and the girl was like i deleted all the porn on my bookmark now let's see if i will go back to it and i'm sure the way she shared it i'm not saying share your own publicly but the way she shared it he had a lot of retweets he had a lot of people that followed and people that would i'm sure would investigate her later on i used to see porn you told yourself you don't want to see it you get that kind of thing so it's very good to be intentional about these things build yourself in a way that you have set a wall around it and say i'm not doing again i am not doing i'm not seeing you you this movie i'm not doing i'm not doing so it's very very important especially in that movie aspect eh? build boundaries build boundaries Okay, is there any other thing you want to speak to for wrap up books? Ah, there are a lot of books in this world now, even good books. <laughs> even good books that you feel like, okay, I should read this so that I can grow financially, I should read this so that I can grow spiritually. But what state are you in your spiritual growth? Because your spiritual does not mean you should read a book that's talking about um, godly marriage. When you are still um, probably in primary school, secondary school, and all those things, no, you should understand that this is where I am and this is where I want to go. And that's why there are books designed for different stages we are in. 
thankfully there are authors that recognize this and they design it you see books for young adults you see books for teenagers you see books for married women only married men only strictly for the married what are you doing when you are 16 <laughs> reading strictly for the married so you have to be able to build boundary and say no this book is not for me even if it's in your parents library right you know a lot of people can have access to our parents like yeah. easily and saying okay so my mom has this book let me read it too so that when i become a married woman i will understand the concepts my dad has this book for married men let me read it too yeah but the thing is that book might not necessarily be bad in it. it's not yes. even bad in it, but, but like the timing that you are reading is not for you you so it will do more to it will have more negative impact on you than, than the, the positive, positive that it was meant to create yeah. so that's why you need to be able to recognize whatever you need to allow into your space into your life per time per season because if you don't know you just allow everything to just come down like, there are a lot of things you won't be able to process mm-hmm. you, you don't just you don't just have the i don't know i would like putting out the input or the the machine or something like that to process. process that thing you know to give this results it's supposed to give mm-hmm. so when, when you when when it's just there unprocessed or it causes more harm more damage to you than the good it was supposed to cause in the first place so you need to be able to tackle such thing like you know the kind of you cannot just pick any book and say you want to read you have to be very careful yeah, about it and then we address specifically bad books to bad books <laughs> <laughs> romance books let's let's be blunt let's hit the nail on the head you cannot be reading romance novels and say that it's not really having any it's effect not affecting you it's, lie. Mm. it's not true it's really not true and then therefore we need to be able to like censor stuff like that when to be able to say stuff like that and not building your sexual urge or sexual you know when it's not even the right time for you because when you think you be building now what do you want to use it for like you're not married so why you what do you want to use it for exactly those kind of things yeah that kind of thing you have to be very careful very very careful yes very and careful. then very importantly let's say in everything okay everything that we're doing i want to build boundary i want to build boundary let there be a very big why doing whatever yes. you are doing like yes. why am i doing this thing yes why am i setting why is this person coming into my life that's that's the way to also set boundary like okay this person wants to be friends with me why like what do you have to offer me why are you coming why are you leaving yes why is this person leaving so sorry mm-hmm. why is this person so leaving okay. yeah. yes yes so you have to, there has to be a why for everything that we're doing like this that has to be a reason mm-hmm. okay this book i'm not supposed to be reading thinking why this movie i'm not supposed to be watching the game why when you have a why you have more motivation you have more you know energy mm-hmm. to be able to um, to be able to attain that thing that you need to so attain there will be more energy but when you're just being passive about it, that um, okay, let's not just do it again and you don't really know why there's tendency for you to go back to that same thing that yes we were doing before so we need to know why we're doing things and so I, I feel like once you know your why also have an action plan backed up yes. with it so when you're not reading bad books what kind of books do you read mm-hmm. to complement that when you don't have this kind of friend what kind of friend do you bring in yeah. when um you're not seeing this kind of movie what kind of movie should you see when um you are not following some people on social media what kind of people do you want to follow at that stage so it's very good to know your why just like shalom said and it's also good to have an action plan backed up with it back it up back it up back it up and work on it i feel like um 
that's all I have to say. Yeah, and most importantly, um, our existence in this life is it's not it's not about us, oh, it's, it's about yeah. God. So whatever we are doing, the friends we make now, the kind of books we read, the kind of movies we watch, whatever it is that you are doing, that you lay your hands on, just make sure that it is it's 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 channeling you towards your creator, like it's helping you, it's growing you in your spiritual aspect of life because we're not here on this earth for ourselves. We're here because God brought us here for a reason, for a purpose. Yes. And it's very, very important that you fulfill that purpose because you're going to be asked when you get back there in heaven and you're asked what to do with your life. So you cannot just afford to be passive about your life that whatever comes. We even forgot to mention circumstances. Of course, Mm -hmm. there are some times that some things just come into our lives, but many a times too, you can determine whatever you allow, whatever circumstance you yeah. have in your life. Yeah. Even though some things happen and they are beyond our control, but what about the ones that we didn't have control? We can. Uh, what, what about the ones that require that you do things? For example, bribery. Okay. Like you trying to set down boundary that I am not going to collect bribe. Right. Get. So there are circumstances that come your way, yeah. and you feel like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to take this action. I'm not going to corrupt myself by doing this. We are friends are saying, let's go and do this, and you are not meant to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. So it's very good to know um, your boundaries circumstance you might not entirely be able to define it but once you have a set rule for yourself you know where the rule falls in place right and um, you're able to set boundary and you're able to do the right thing at the right time yeah and so our relationship with God is very important because even as if your relationship with God is very very sound you know the time things that you need but time passes like even friendships. Mm-hmm. I have a friend that will tell you that told me, or well, she always says that whenever she wants, she like her friends, the friends in her life, she prayed for them, and you know they came at the time they were supposed to come, and they are still very strong. They are doing well. They are doing exploits for God. So you, if you have a personal relationship with God, God will bring you, and you pray to God for real friends. God will bring you yeah. the kind of friends that yeah. you really need in your life, and that will help you take you closer. You know, to your destiny, to your goals, to your vision, to your purpose, and all of that. Yes, so very true. God will help us. Amen. Amen. Um, it was a wonderful session <laughs> on setting boundaries. We know that there are still a lot of things that can be spoken about, but we know that that is up to the Holy Spirit to work it out in you, especially when we can't recognize exactly what is happening in your life. And so, um, Ashalom spoke. Uh, when she was wrapping up about having a personal relationship with God that is very important and you don't want to joke about it you don't want to leave that part out of your life because uh, of what like there's actually no reason to not know your maker your creator the ones that uh, the one that owns you so it's very important to come into the knowledge of God and we are asking you to do that today and um, we can say a word of prayer with you if you are ready to do that shall we okay in jesus name amen lord we thank you we appreciate you for this brief session of sharing one or two things 
with people wherever they are that are hearing us Lord we thank you we see your name alone glorified in Jesus name Amen. Lord we ask and pray that concerning all that we have discussed Lord we ask that the grace to set boundaries the grace to be able to to, to to control whatever comes in and out of our territories Lord we ask that you will grant unto us in Jesus name Amen. Father we ask that is there any amongst us that is struggling with a particular relationship or friendship or whatever or even an addiction that they want out of their life father we ask and pray that you would give them the grace to wisdom and the strength to be able to put those things away out of their lives in jesus name we ask that you help them to push away the unnecessary things out of their lives in jesus name we ask that for those that are in friendship that they really don't want to be in such friendships again we ask that the wisdom to go about it and and you know to, to still do it the right way for the works that you will grant unto them in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, because we will have answered our prayer. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if you want to um, give your life to Christ at this moment, um, you can just say word of, this word of prayer with us. That's, Dear Lord, I'm here today as the one you have created, and I know you want me to have a relationship with you. Father, accept me in your presence right now. Bring me into the knowledge of you. Help me to grow with you. And help me, Lord, to consistently work with you. I surrender myself to you today. Have mercy on me. Forgive me of every sin, known and unknown sin. And bring me into the family of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Be exalted in Jesus' name. For in Jesus' mighty name we prayed. Amen. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So next episode. Bye. Bye. All right. Hello. Good afternoon. Um, good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever time you're listening to this. We'd love to welcome you to another episode of this podcast and my name is Ibrahim Shalom and together with me here is and we're really to have you once again on our on our channel on our podcast so and we pray that you'll be blessed in Jesus name Amen. so um can you kind give us can you say a word of prayer for start? okay father in Jesus name Amen. We ask that your Holy Spirit ministers to us today in the name of Jesus and that we are exceedingly blessed in the name of Jesus. We do not speak of ourselves in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Okay, so today we'll be speaking about a very important topic. (laughs) Very, very important topic. And we'll be speaking about stereotype. Stereotype. We know... um, it's a topic that has been discussed over and over again by a lot of people and and while some people have not even discussed it, some people just hide it under the carpet and they just pass through, like just like yeah, the stereotype thing does not matter. But we're going to be opening the discussion today. And so we're speaking to stereotypes, stereotypes. What do you think stereotypes? Well, um, okay, according to the um, English dictionary, it said a stereotype is a conventional or formulaic and often oversimplified 
or exaggerated conception, opinion, or image of a person, of something, of an idea, or whatever it is. And okay, like I tried to explain to myself, I said that um, stereotype is like there's a picture already being created mm. or painted. There's a, an idea that has been made or formulated, yeah. or there's a concept that has been built, and then um, it expects that everyone follows suit. follows suit. It expects that everyone bends or bows to it, regardless of whether you are capable or not, and it expects that you just do as that thing is as that thing states. In the sense that if you don't do that thing, it's like you have compromised a particular standard, or it's literally like restricting people, or like making a cage or a box for people to be and yeah. like, or describe what a person should look like, or what a person should do, mm-hmm. or how things should be done, basically. So I think that's what like stereotype runs about. Okay, so I would just speak a word that you said. Um, of uncompromising standards like people already have this standard at art about you or for you or that you should do and you just want to disrupt it and want to do another thing and so they feel like you're already compromising so stereotypes are like some things that are built by people mindsets um, attitude way of life lifestyle and cool built up by people and they feel like this is who you should be and probably that's not who you are in yeah. reality that's not how you were created that's not how you were wired to be but they've already formed that mood and they want you to be inside it they want you to be inside that mood and when people try to break out of a mood that has been formed about them, it now becomes difficult try to break out of stereotypes oh, yeah. a rebellious person because mm-hmm. that is that is this is the standard and the anybody that goes against it yeah you're a rebel basically yeah, yeah. a rebellious person and meanwhile it's not like the dictionary said it says, even says that like it's an exaggerated opinion so sometimes some of these stereotypic things that we're even talking about yeah. some of them are they are exaggerated or they are even maybe pictures or ideas that were created by maybe one's understanding or one's mindset and then they pass it from generation to generation and I swear that everybody plays according to those rules. Well, we're not here trying to tell you to now start, you know, rebelling against maybe laid down laws or but like we're trying to, you know, bring you to a um, realization that it's not everything that has been laid down that you should follow suit through, especially when you don't even understand the in-depth of what that thing is about exactly. or how it is how know how it came about or mm-hmm. why you should even do that thing that is basically stereotyping yourself so and we're going to give examples to this so that you can see from our own point of view how yes. we're going to be yes and um, i'll just say this last thing when things are already formed and we don't want to question them we're already stereotyped to them especially mm-hmm. when they don't um go in line with who you are mm-hmm. yeah like today I saw something. I've been seeing a book on this staircase for a while since last week, whenever I go to that place. And I'm like, why is this book there? I just asked myself today. I've been seeing it, I've been listening to it, but asking myself versus the realization that this is not where this thing is supposed to be. This is not how it's supposed to be. And it was like as if the person near me was listening, probably the sweeper, and they picked it up. So 
it brings when we are already stereotypes, you already um, stereotypes rather, it brings us into this mode that we don't even want to question things. We just see it as the normal lifestyle. In and there are situations whereby it can be done better, it can be changed and it will give you better results. Sure you get so as Shalom said, we're gonna be speaking to um different aspects of life from our point of view from what we have seen happen over time and how people have been stereotyped to this kind of things and we just trust that okay you're going to be able to figure out your own it might not be exactly what we're seeing right but you'll be able to figure out your own where you're being stereotyped yes question it see from the right point of view from the lens of god and bring out who you are like because some people have been caged mm. who they are supposed to be has been caged yeah, what true. they are supposed to do has been caged mm-hmm. um, where they are supposed to be has been shut down because they are saying no this is not the way it should be done um, you are too young for this yes. and some of those things in fact they are just like those people's mindset or it was even limited to a particular age yes. or time and mm. maybe it doesn't really work now, now. In sense. but because of the fact that we many of us don't like to ask questions. I feel we'll keep living in those stereotypic ways. So well we're trying to by God's grace we're we're going to the same by God's grace has God been helping us. We hope that you'll see where you've been stereotyped mm-hmm. and also like to help bring yourself out and really discover who you truly are true, yeah. and not living by someone else's standard. And I also made an example that of okay from the Bible that we're actually supposed to live according to Jesus' standard for our life. Well, my standards might be different from yours, might be different from Bolu's here. But the point is that, okay, you know God's standard for you. You know that this is the standard that God wants you to live, and you should live up to that standard. And you shouldn't be defining yourself with another person's standard or another person's you know, mindset. Yes. Point so of view. really, you should find out who you're supposed to be and the standard you're supposed to live up to and start working that way. And, not defining yourself by another person's opinion. Yes. So, you okay, so um, the first standard we're talking about that people have already built um, stereotype about is behavior, attitude, behavior. We like say character, <laughs> but majorly behavior. Okay, and this has to do with a lot of things happening in different places at different times, like different cultures, different um, environments, different setting. So some people expect you to always be this particular way and also always react or respond to things at a particular, or in a particular way rather. Why it should not be, why this is not who you are supposed to be. Okay, I'll probably give an example of anger and uh, maybe someone does something that offends you and you have already said you already made up your mind that you want to be like christ you don't want to be uh getting angry or holding to holding on to anger so you already said this is who i am i am i'm not someone i'm not an angry person and someone does something that offends you and people are like ha you should have been hungry, you should have reacted this way, this way you should have done, you should have beaten the person, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, 
you are following the standard of Christ. You don't want to react that way. You, you, you want to be able to respond appropriately. You don't want to have that character, that behavior of anger within you. So we, we should not um, restrict ourselves to, okay, these are it's done. Mm-hmm. When someone offends me like this, I would actually love to add to that. Okay, well, for me, I'm someone that is kind of quite conservative, like, yeah. like if you offend me, I'm not really the type that shout out your face or mm-hmm. you almost want to slap you. Exactly. But okay, um, maybe if I tell one of my friends or one of my siblings or somebody about it and they're different from me, okay, I'm like, this is what this person did. But then they expect me to react the way they would have reacted. reacted yes. In the sense that, okay, what do you say to this person? Why need to slap the person? Why need to do this? I'm like, okay, this is me. Like, why do I have to do it that way? Like, why couldn't I? Do, why could I have? Why could have? I have not. I mean, why couldn't I have? You know, I don't know. I um just like reacted the simple way or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, some people could even go as far as saying that. You are too cold. Yeah, you are too gentle. Dumb, yes. yes. Or you are moved. They just they like mean, say things because you do not react the way like they, they are, should have reacted. Yes, or that they expected that okay, this is the situation. Should have. Of course, there are sometimes that there are ways you react, but because they they very placed a stereotype on this is the way you should do this thing. Maybe in reaction to this. So when you don't do it that way, then mm-hmm. they now it's like okay, like we said that you've gone probably below the standard or you've already you know compromised the standard and then I don't know so like that's one example. Yeah. So you now look um you look as if you had called one out when you don't do or when you don't behave the way people expect you to behave, right? Yeah. So really we just want you to be able to um see through your thoughts and see the kind of behaviors or reactions you have that you feel like okay this is not who i'm actually supposed to be or that you feel like this is not what the bible says i should do mm-hmm. and see it out and be able to say okay i'm correcting this in my life i'm not going to be stereotyped i'm not going to react the way people react and oh so i think we've spoken on behavior so what else can we say um people are built stereotypes around well i would say on i guess looks and like physical appearance basically mm-hmm. yeah physical well, appearance okay like okay i think there's this there's this thing about um um stereotyping or pegging maybe the people with the good or fine kind of body in quotes, maybe to be either a celebrity or a sportsman or something like or that. A perfect person. Yes, perfect picture or perfect look or whatever it is. And maybe especially when you don't meet up to that standard, it's like you are low or you are below standard. It's like seeing they've already made a mark around that thing and mm-hmm. because you don't make up to it. Okay, now, for example, I know that um, some of us, when we see white people, it's like everybody's head is wow, wow, white person. Like, why? Because the color of their skin is white, and we have melanin, and they don't have enough melanin, something like that. So, the fact that someone is white doesn't necessarily mean they are better than you. In fact, they are not better than you. But we shouldn't stereotype ourselves with the fact that the person is white, the person has blonde hair, the person has long hair, and because of that, because we have short hair, we are dark, we are lesser than that person. There's nothing like that. I'm better. I'm I'm the best version of myself, and person is, you know, whatever version of themselves yeah. that they have. So there's this looks. There's this okay. 
um, a lady should have flat on me uh, or like I don't know I don't know you know some of those examples and yeah body shaming yes when people start body shaming people yes, they're like this I should always look like she was slim she was body I'm slim. not saying because I'm not slim no <laughs> I don't have a problem with it uh, but not but slimmer, but really yeah that is not there's no standard for it there's no standard mm-hmm. of measurement that this is how the proper or the normal human being looks like mm-hmm. no no, and we're not saying that you should now say because of that you should not be excessively obese or something. Because some people just result to eh, this is how I should, this is how I should be or something. I'm not following anybody's standard. I'm not. You should also consider your health and all those kind of things that surround okay your body size. Yeah. But nonetheless, there is no standard of body evaluation. Mm-hmm. There's no standard of your looks, your physical appearance, your um, style of fashion because some people will actually criticize you and say you don't even have to dress, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do that. I'm not saying that we should um, employ anything wrong or anything bad but once you are dressing to glorify God, you are doing it the right way and if you need to be corrected and you see that okay this thing is actually wrong you are willing to learn and obey and you want that then I think you are fine, Abby. Yeah, actually. And like you said, that whatever it is that you want to do, like you should have a, you should know why. Okay, now I want to be slim. Okay, I'm very fat now. I'm big, and okay, I want to be slim. Your reason to be slim shouldn't be that because everybody already placed the slim people as the fine ones mm-hmm. or the attractive ones. No, you should. Okay, you can have a reason that okay. Because of my health, I don't want excessive fats in my body that could, you know, later, um, that it could later pose a problem for me later in life when I'm aged or older. Okay, reasons like that are okay. But you should make sure that your reason, or maybe you want to be fit and yes. you don't want to, you know, stuff like that, you know, they are legit enough, they are okay. Or you but, like it. Yes. You can even like, you yeah. can like this. You, can, my life, you may not like to be fat and because, but it shouldn't be that you... You want to be this new person because of people already termed the old person as um, as below standard, or because people already said, okay, this same person is the standard, or this same person is the way. So everybody, everybody has to work in that way, or else you're an outsider, you're an outcast. No, whatever you are doing, you should know why you are doing it, or you even want to dress in a particular way. Okay, you should know why you want to dress like this, and not because okay, everybody is dressed like this. So if I don't feel I'm, if I don't dress that way, I'm less of who they are, and it's not so. It's very very different. It doesn't work that way. So you should know why you are doing something, and you shouldn't just do it because everybody already placed a standard on it. So yes, I think um, this morning you really have to sit down with yourself and say okay. No matter what people are saying, I want to be me. Okay, so I like to be slim and I want to be slim. So I like to be big, I want to be big. <laughs> yeah, you can actually know why you can be big, maybe. I don't know. Probably also bully people, actually. <laughs> I'm not advising that. But then, like, you can decide to be big, maybe because you just like it. You just like, like it. Yes. yes. So, no, everybody right. says that it's the slim people that rule the world. No, actually. But then, like, whatever you are doing, just make sure that it's a good enough reason. Like, I mean, good and right. Yes. And not because people, people say so. Yes, that, that is stereotyping yourself. Yes. That is stereotyping yourself. Okay. So, 
and I think another one um, is material things, materialism, oh my god, that one is everywhere these days, seriously, it's everywhere, and I'll explain, it says that, okay, my friend is, everybody's using an iPhone, so if I'm not using an iPhone, I'm, I'm not rich enough, or, yeah, you're not, you're not easy. You're not in life. Yeah. I would like to say. I'm not living in life. Exactly. That's the word. Actually, well, uh, actually, uh, well, if, if you have money to buy iPhone, you should buy it. Okay? And if you don't have money to buy it, you don't have to kill yourself to buy it. Like, I don't know. And that doesn't define your wealth. Mm-mm, doesn't. It actually doesn't. Exactly. You, you might decide to be challenging the money you have into another direction. Yes. The, person, the other person that is using those flashy things like cars. And iPhones and clothing and wristwatches and bling blings everywhere. Not even what the person likes to, you know, use their money on. Or the person might have yeah. even have done a lot of investment that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that are really, really even richer than what you see. Yeah, absolutely. And we think that oh, you are a rich guy and you don't even know the net worth of the first thing. And so they are even just using probably the smaller version of what they can mm-hmm. use and feel like afford. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm this and that well your own season of building is now. is now yeah so you have to be really careful of what you see around what you think people should be doing and you are not doing or you don't have rather because we're talking of materialism mm-hmm. what you don't have and what people have and it's not bad to have good stores. Who doesn't want to have? I of really course, want to have good stores. But in time, in the right time, and even when you have it, don't feel like um, I'm now living. I'm, I'm now, now at the center living of the life. I, I can't speak to the people that I don't have. So we are not in the same clique. Because yeah, some of us might have these things, and we feel like we feel stereotyped from people that don't have. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I like yeah. So. These are not my people, which is wrong. That doesn't define who this person is. It doesn't define the worth of a person. Your material things does not define you. What you really carry is much more than what you can buy with money. Because what you really carry can create much more money than you have now. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I really believe that, that what we carry, what we embody, what God has placed within us is enough to reproduce and replicate whatever we have now. And so it's very important that we don't see material things as a point of definition of people and um, what people represent or what they stand for. So Another example. Another example. There are a lot of examples yes. because we know that this generation, many a times, we buy things because of the way it is trending or because mm-hmm. of a particular actress or actor using it. And wow, okay, I need to get this to Okay, very nice. Everybody wants good things. But we're just trying to let you know that the person that maybe first started using that bag or using that thing um, and, and maybe the thing blew out because of the person, it's just one person's idea. Like, mm-hmm. you can, it's, it's, it's their own idea. It's, and then they now build a, a whole bigger idea like from it so that everybody now begins to tap on that. Like you just don't have to cage yourself and restrict yourself to what other people think. You have your own brain for thinking actually. <laughs> and yes, your brain is for thinking and you shouldn't mm, you shouldn't limit yourself to other people's thinking yes, or yes. mindset or idea. You can bring your own things out, even from the listless things. Yes. Like little things that just pass away for you can 
bring out your own idea from them and stuff like that. So you shouldn't use or do things for people. Yes, or want to buy something because it's the one that is. I even have a friend. She will tell you that because that thing is common, is everywhere. She, she, she does not want it. Like yes. I don't like the fact that everybody's wearing. Like, like there was a time. Okay, a Crocs was raining here and there, and everybody was using Crocs. Like, okay, actually, that back at that time, I, was, I must get Crocs too. <laughs> I must wear it too because it was literally raining everywhere. You see, so people went to class, went out like, like they go shopping. Like the Crocs were literally raining every different colors, and it was it was in book then, and everybody wanted to get it because most people had them is because that's what is. They would tell you. That's what it's raining now. Or a particular shoe, a particular bag. Okay? That's what it's raining now. So I need to get it. Actually, right. you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. I have, like I said, I have a friend that just deliberately not buy it because she does not like the weight everywhere. So she would rather buy it when it has gone out of fashion okay. or I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, and um, I like this um, GLS, I don't know what's called, Zimoto um, by GLS. Well, they say everyone, everyone has, has influence. influence. So, many people think they don't have influence. Why you can influence your world? Don't think that because until you are an influencer, until you are a social media influencer, or you are a, um, a star of something, you also have influence. You also have influence, and you want to influence your world by yourself. So, um, it does not mean because the influencers, the big people in town are doing it. You can start your own. You are also an intelligent human being that God created in his own image. So you also have influence. Alright, so what other um we um, we talked about we related also the religious aspect, aspect. of it. Uh, very, very important. Now so, that's a very big <laughs> and it depends on your um your religion, the sect of your religion, like what denomination you are, or, or member, um, maybe this particular church. There are a lot of stereotypes in <laughs> in the religious sector. Like there's just a lot of stereotypes. Do this, don't do this. This I should be done. This is what Bible says. This is what Bible does not say. Blah 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 and all. Now, how do we solve this problem? How do we solve it? When you see that okay, I'm in a cage and I want to get out, and you know that really you are in a cage, not because you want to be disobedient, because there are so many people that really want to be rebellious, and they say ah, they are being stereotyped. How do you now solve this problem? You like to. That. Well, um, on the religious aspect, anyways, um, I think we're talking about um, basic things that it's it's not necessarily like it was from the Bible or mm-hmm. from the doctrine. It was maybe just someone's point of view or of their God. mindset, yes. And then it says establish it yes. and like okay, don't do this. And then those things are very crucial. It says that they pass them from generation to generation. generation. And many a times, before you even find out that this thing is not actually even by God, you have to do like deep research and start going back to search that. Is this not actually from the Bible? Is it actually from God? Or it was somebody that, that just decided to, you know, because, okay, of course, many of them have good motives, like trying to maintain law and order, mm-hmm. trying to make sure that things are done um, in conformity, make sure that people 
uh, moderate, very, very important, very wonderful. Moderacy is the thing that um, God commands in everything we do. But then people have like now stereotyped, like they've made some particular ideas around it according to their own understanding, you know, and made people to trend or follow in that path. So, do you like to establish on that one? Okay, I also think that um, a lot of perspective of people, okay, probably this is how this person encountered God. I feel like this is how everybody most in my encounter. church or something must encounter God. Fine, uh, it's good. <laughs> it's also good because um, the person is sure of what he went through and how he met God. But our God, one thing I think I know is that God is a dynamic God. He's a God that he loves variety, he loves... Um, uniqueness very yes it's so very creative so it's not limited to one perspective of something it's not limited to this is how it should be done this is how you should do this, this so once you start encountering god in different ways just stay with him you are sure it's god you are sure that you're not working in um in the wrong way in the wrong perspective and he says you should do this you should do that it is very very important to obey god much more than men and um be sure you have a good relationship with God, a standing one, one that you are sure that when you hear this instruction and you feel like it's breaking the rank of what has been built around you, you are sure that, okay, God is saying this. Probably God is calling you to be a new breed in his realm. And so it's very possible to break out of things that, fine, it might come with a lot of querela. <laughs> Because this one is like the, uh, to me, I would say it's like the most difficult one out of every type yeah, of Because nobody wants to be a religious, I mean, a rebellious person. child or person. Yes, yeah, so it's like the most, so just know your God. Be sure you know him. Be 100%, like, and be sure to obey whatever he says you should do. So that's why a good relationship with God, a personal and standing good relationship with God is is wonderful. So um, I think that will solve for religion, and probably we should just discuss. We should wrap up with culture because culture also has its own. It's <laughs> a total way of life of people. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Culture has really, really, really defined us in a lot of ways. Oh and, my God. and like that definition says, a total way of life. Like the way. Yeah, particular. Of, yes. So, like, okay, now I'm Yoruba, you are Igbo, you are Alsa. Okay, now the three of us come together and want to greet somebody, and then I knelt down as a lady. Oh, okay, maybe I'm a guy now, and I um, prostrated as a Yoruba guy. And the other guy brings out his hand to shake the person. And the other guy, I don't know, probably. <laughs> He hugs the person or something like that, and they're like, "Okay, the maybe the Arab people they can say they are sports, they are rude, they are disrespectful, and actually, that's because that's the culture of them. So yeah. it has been stereotyped that okay, if you don't do it this way, you are wrong. You are, wrong. You are totally wrong. So it's either you do it this way, or you forget about it. Yeah. So we just, of course, you know, okay, why we are here now, wherever you are." Your, your culture really defines you to a lot of extent, but what if you now go somewhere else yes. and it doesn't work that way? You know you have to blend to maybe the culture that you find there. So it's just being 
one thing is being flexible and then mm-hmm. you shouldn't just cage yourself that's the point yes. don't cage yourself into just one place or just one thing because of maybe the way they said it should be mm-hmm. it should be we should let ourselves out like that like yes. we should let ourselves out um, all this culture they are actually subject to change because due to the yes. environment and you know wherever we have and many of the culture we see around it's not as if it was God that dictated them right <laughs> people just do some okay. death particular people actually <laughs> it was people that are like okay so this Yoruba this I should behave um, Igbo's this I should behave and all those things so once it's not defined by God, why should you hold on to it? And another point I would also like to say is that you can also be at the receiving hand. <laughs> yeah. You can also be at the receiving hand and you feel like this person should kneel down to greet me. And if the person doesn't do that, you now become angry. It's not right. It's not right. If you are trying to teach the person culture, that's a different um, perspective yeah. but it's not right to say okay it's a must desire must. you are already stereotyping the person you're already putting the person in a mood yes. we should not be so be free be ready to receive be open to, to be receive. learning and unlearning things yes basically. yes and just like paul said in this bible he said it became all things to all men mm-hmm. yeah and if it wasn't like that i'm sure the souls you won might not have been able to capture that number of souls. So it's very important to be flexible, to be um, ready to be used by God in any sphere, any space, any um, place you find yourself, especially in this culture, where I'm in this type of environment we are, where we already feel like this is how it should be. Old. <laughs> yeah, so there are a lot of things to discuss on um, stereotypes. There are a lot of st- there is big stuff around this world, especially for we are the one experiencing it the most. We the youth, because things are changing in our times now, and our the older people don't want to accept. They will try to tell you that it's um, evolution. It's the internet age, so everybody's trending towards that. Yeah. But if, I guess some of them are forgetting that. This generation we love to ask questions, like we want to know why yes. things is done, done and why it should be done, what happens if it's not done. Yeah. And if we don't have those questions that needs to be trashed out now. If we don't have them, if we don't know why, we'll carry those same mindsets and ter- stereotypes to the next generation, yeah. to our own children. And if we were like this in our own generation, imagine how the next would look like. It would become sure a stronghold. They, they would ask those children would ask a lot of questions. questions. And the moment why by you yourself you don't even have answers to those questions. So like it's like you're clueless or you don't know what to give to them. So my own advice I'll just try to say that okay, this thing, this thing, why is it done? Like what is the basis? Why what is the idea behind it? Why is it done this way? Why is it not done this way? Why what happens if it's not done? Something like that. Yes. Okay. The, the, of course, with, like it's not at all authorities you should question. You have to be very careful and be wise in whatever you are doing. But the point is that whatever you do, are doing, just know why. If you cannot get the answer from maybe the people that are on top of you that are older than you, they are more experienced than you, mm. or you can do your own research and stuff like that, and know why a particular thing is being done and not carrying a mindset, shallow mindset, because you yourself don't understand that thing. You shouldn't carry a shallow mindset and pass them to your children. So that is what I say. So 
can you just my approach that can you just give us a solution like this whole stereotype we talked about okay now i find myself that i have a lot of stereotypes i stereotype myself to a lot of things so how do i break out from them how do i you know find out and break out of it okay i think i'll even to see your question um when you say okay sometimes you don't even find yourself wanting to break out you start feeling uncomfortable mm. with many of these stereotypes and if you want to break out i'll just suggest first of all be sure that okay this is the right thing this is the wrong thing yeah. bring yourself out ask yourself questions first of all before you even go and confront people that you think that have more knowledge about it so that you can be sure where you are coming from that okay this is not me yes. so why have i been acting like this oh is it because it has been um used like this in my family or um the culture says we should do this so you can ask questions because you already have the questions coming from your heart you're not just uncomfortable you are not curious about why you are uncomfortable so be ready to ask yourself questions to why am i doing this is this how it should be done um what solution do i want to prefer to it and how then ask questions from people ask them why what was the standard for this the basis for this and how then i would say if you now want to start building your own standard or your own preference for things first be sure that god is in agreement with it don't leave god out yes, don't don't be too um rigid with what you want to be comfortable with mm-hmm. that God is not even comfortable with it in your life. Yes. yes. <laughs> be sure that God Very would important. want this to happen in your life. And be ready to move on. Be ready to follow the path you are building. Because you are also a unique person. You want to do unique things. Be ready to follow it. There are some people that want to go into things of their own. And people are saying, no, this is how you should be done. Probably you should get a job. Or you should do this. You should do that. While I'm not building a peg around that i'm not saying this is what i'm just talking about the people in that instance and you feel the prompting you are very sure god has led you to start a thing of your own don't stop start you have to start if you don't start you will not start (laughs) but really be sure that you want to start don't let the um stereotyped mindset of people saying this is what you should do be um, what you're running with because God has a reason for giving you that new thing for, um, that He says you should start. So, be ready to do what you are supposed to do, not because of um, people's perspective of it or people's mindsets. And be sure that God is happy with you and God will have you do that thing at that time. So, I'll just say that's what I have to say to this. And we're sure you have learned a thing or two. We're sure you have been edified, you have been blessed. And we trust that even um, in the situations that we don't know is happening in your life, that you feel like I've been stereotyped, I've been boxed, I've been um, caged in this aspect of my life. Yes. We know that the Holy Spirit will work on it. We reveal it to you, we expose that part of you and we bring you into the space He wants you to be. In him, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. So, wrap up for us in prayer. Okay, in Jesus' name, amen. Lord, we thank you for all that we have heard. 
Lord, we ask that you help us to do things that are right Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we ask that in whatever cage, I would say unnecessary cage that we might have put ourselves, probably by stereotypes that have been made around us, Lord, we ask that you help us Amen. to make the right choices in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we ask that your spirit will guide us Amen. to make the right decisions and to be on the right path in Jesus' name. Amen. And you help us, Lord, that will figure out the things that you want us to and begin to walk in those ways in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, because we may have us a lot of prayers. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we Amen. So we we'll love you. See you. We'll see you next time. Next time. Thank okay. you for joining today's episode. Thank you so see much. See you. See you next time. Thank God you. bless you. Bye. Bye.